everyone, this is episode 476 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Friday, May 25th, 2018. I am your host, Mark Vigenez. Today I'm going to be reviewing Disco Dodgeball Remix and talking about some more anime. And maybe a little bit of some other games. Just, just a smidgen. A little, a little pinch, a little pinch. A little salty, salty games. I don't know why they're salty, but yeah. First though... I just want to say, because I know you care, I'm going to be getting an eye exam for the first time in about five years today, which is exciting because I know my vision has gotten a little bit worse, I'm pretty sure, and it's about time I got a new prescription so that I could get a new pair of glasses because I think prescriptions last for two years and then they can't give you a new pair of glasses. They're not supposed to. So... Yeah, I'm excited. And I'm going to tell you what my what my current prescription is because I know that's going to be super exciting to hear and I don't understand any of it. So my right OD, I, I, it's in parentheses. Is that like what is wrong with the eye? Is that it's an OD or is that just the term for your right eye? I don't know. SPH, what does that mean? I don't know, but it's a negative 1.50. CYL, who, who is that? I don't know. That's a negative 1.75. Axis 105. My left OS, it's my operating system. The left one is the operating system. That is also SPH negative. The SPH and the CYL are the same. And then the axis for that is 072. What does any of that mean? I don't know. And my pupillary distance binoculars 58. So there's that. Exciting. Everyone's super happy about that. So let's get on to anime because I am still playing catch up. I'm very close to being done. And I have dropped another series. I never mentioned that I dropped Comic Girls. I was like, okay. I, I pretty much knew it was just going to be cute girls doing cute things. But I thought maybe they'd delve a bit more into the manga industry and creating manga and all that kind of stuff. They didn't really. Uh, at least in the first three episodes, which I watched. And then I was like, I don't, I'm not a big fan of cute girls doing cute things. Unless there's some kind of great story in there. Or I like the characters and I didn't really care about them most of those characters and then i also dropped the real girl or whatever it is 3d conjo real girl or something which is on high dive which i don't like as a service because it seems to have a real hard time keeping track of my progress in the series and that is very frustrating but it appears like that is only an issue with uh the, the app on ios on ipad it seems to keep track of it when I'm watching it on my Apple TV. Not sure about the website because I haven't watched anything through the actual website. But that's very frustrating. And another series on there that I've caught up with that wasn't even in my list of currently watching stuff. So I guess I dropped it initially and I was like, oh, it's still in my queue. I might as well check it out. I remember thinking the first episode was okay was Tata Never Falls in Love. And this series so far has surprised me more than any other series because i didn't think the first episode was that great but it's really hard for a lot of first episodes to pull you in to a significant degree because a lot of the time has to be spent depending on the kind of series in just introducing you to all the characters if there are like eight or so main characters ish which tata has quite a few main characters it has to just introduce you to all their characters and try to give you some idea of what their individual personalities are and 
everything after the first episode I've loved. They had one episode that was not entirely, but a good chunk of it was through the perspective of their cat. Big, I don't know, it's just a big cat. I forget what his name is, but he is, he narrates a lot of the thing and you get a lot of uh, the the story through his eyes and how he sees things and it was really great. And they had a lot of great cat mannerisms in that episode. And I was like, oh, as a cat owner, I like this. I get this. This makes sense. This is funny. I enjoy this. So I'm I'm a, I'm a sucker for any time uh, a cat is involved and is handled well. Even though I think the cat in the show is pretty ugly. I think that's part of the, the cat's charm. It's supposed to be. And I'm sure a lot of people are like, oh, he's so cute in an ugly way. In the same way people think pugs are cute. You know what? Pugs are ugly. Sometimes there's a rare pug that actually looks kind of cute. Baby pugs, they kind of look cute. But pugs, I don't... I think they're ugly, man. I would not want a pug. Them wheezing. I don't. I don't want it. Whatever. My one of my good friends has a pug. Another friend has a pug. People have pugs. The black pugs. Those are kind of more tolerable because then their face just blends in with the rest of their body. But Ritata never falls in love. I think they've just done a really good job of rounding out the characters that the show has, and. It's a nice little story, clearly, about characters who have never fallen in love, but are going to fall in love. And it doesn't, while your your main character is Tata and Teresa, it doesn't overshadow the rest of the characters. A lot of characters get a good amount of screen time, and I think the show is better for it because Tata and Teresa are not the most interesting characters in the story because they're more... Teresa, I guess, is a bit goofier. She's just very wide-eyed, and she just is like amazed by so much of the world, and is trying to, you know, discover and learn all these things, and just experience a whole bunch of stuff. And Tata is very kind of not that he's he's very plain. He's not that emotional. He doesn't get all that excited. He's a lot like me in that kind of sense, and he. Part of it, I think, is because of the tragedy in his life where his parents died when he was very young and becoming the man of the house, uh, taking care of his little sister and all that. Uh, so, I, And I like that about him. I like that characterization. Um, but it does help that he has all these other characters around him who are, are much livelier and are louder personality-wise. But I'm really surprised by that, and I've been enjoying it quite a bit. That is also on High Dive. I don't know if High Dive has actually recorded that i've watched any of it but it's on high dive and i really like it and i think it's worth checking out even though it's on high dive which is a i don't i'm not a huge fan of this area of the service the way it currently is but i guess it's still new and i should give it some leeway because funimations funimations apps and all that kind of stuff and even on the website like they've had so many issues with their service and the bandwidth they would use and stuff. I remember when I didn't pay to have unlimited data, I had to just turn, I had to only watch Funimation, I think on the website version because the apps would just automatically always do full 1080p everything and it would, it would just eat up data. But now that Funimation and Crunchyroll have merged in a way where they have the dubs, Crunchy has the subs. I don't really spend a lot of time on Funimation, but I keep my subscription because, you know, I like to subscribe to a lot of things. I subscribed to Anime Strike while it was here, and I got some good series out of it. Um, but then other than that, I'm catching up 
with Darling and the Franks right now, and it just had a interesting turn with some backstory. I'm not going to talk about it because you know, I, I can spoil Tyler Never Falls in Love. Who cares? You know what it's about. But you know, people are invested in Darling, I think, and it was a cool turn, and I'm excited to watch more. I, I don't love the series, but I don't hate it. I feel like there's a lot of hate for it because of the weirdness in it and the in the way the mechs are mounted, the way the, the, the pilots are positioned and all that. And I'm still not sure if it's going to do anything substantial with that or if it's just it's just there to be provocative and tantalizing. If you don't know, because that's not a spoiler, the way these mechs are mounted is that the girl gets on all fours and then they get the 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 boy pilot mounts her from behind and has these two things it's just yeah i mean it's anime uh, but i'm enjoying that i mean it's still a beautiful series to watch with some great animation and really solid voice acting so uh there's that and then other than that i don't know if there's anything else cuz i watched one thing and dropped it so yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I'm almost no My Hero Academia. I did finally start watching that, and I'm all caught up. Episode four of this season was incredible. The end had me almost tear up a bit. I, I just I'm a I'm a real sucker for Deku and his heroism and just the way he puts himself in danger to help others. It's just there's something about him specifically. There are plenty of series that have these kind of character archetypes and all that. But I think his his growth over the entire series so far and just his personality throughout and the fact like he just he hits me in the same way that someone like Captain America hits me, that you have these two characters, these two guys who weren't really capable physically or able to do things, but they wanted to really help and then they get this opportunity because of their their heart and the, the person they are and are able to then become better on a physical level and become more capable on in that sense and then use their newfound strength to help whoever they can as much as they can all that so I, I really love Deku in that sense and I think you know after the first episode which was just really a recap stupid episode it was like whatever hey you remember remember how much you like these characters yeah it's it's gotten uh, rolling and it's been fantastic so far and <laughs> like and like i mentioned with food wars uh it would suck if a show like this had really piss poor animation but it doesn't still looks great god food wars if you fuck everything about food wars i love except the fact that there's like no animation even other crappy shows have more anim- like it is shocking how little animation is in this season of food wars shocking but yeah, that's that's it for all the anime. Moving on to games, and I'll get to Disco Dodgeball Remix shortly. I keep forgetting the name, um, which may or may not be a good sign. I don't know. I just whatever. It's a it's a name. I played some more Super Mega Baseball Two, and I'm still really liking it a lot. I pitched my first perfect game, which was very fun and hectic. When I realized in the seventh inning, I'm like, oh. So it's been a perfect game so far. There's an, Wait, is there an achievement for a perfect game? Oh, there is. Now the pressure's really on because I want to get that achievement. And I got it. It was 80 gamer score. And like 0.42% have earned it. And I'm one of them. I feel good about that. 
uh, though you can you can cheat your way to getting that too if you want so it's not really that big of an accomplishment but what I love is that I played for the first time online which is something that is added in this version in the sequel and I played against my friend Justin Justin Rodriguez burn biscuits go at him <laughs> he might not like that uh, but we played <laughs> and I murdered him and it felt great because uh, the first inning I got him out pretty quickly and then I scored four in the first inning and then in the end it was like maybe 12 to 3 or something but after that first inning he was already defeated he was already he, all his all his confidence was gone and it was hilarious because he just he he kept talking about he never wanted to play the game ever again at least with me which was fun that was very enjoyable and it was nice doing something like that as opposed to halo which we also played some more of that which was it was it was weird jumping back into halo after being away for two ish weeks maybe a little longer uh but we did all right despite that uh, time away that little vacation but it was fun playing something else so and i know he's going to be picking up state of decay 2 at some point i just picked it up downloaded it now excited to play through that finally so i'll talk about that on the next episode monday's episode but yeah moving on to disco dodgeball remix which is a i believe it's from zen studios I want to make sure. Yeah, it's from Zen Studios, uh, makers of such amazing pinball games as Zen Pinball and Pinball FX3, which I think I think now Pinball FX3 is just their their pinball game across all platforms. I, I remember remember Zen Pinball was I think their original thing that was on all the platforms, and then Zen Pinball 2 or something is the one that was on PlayStation 3, and you had Pinball FX on xbox and all, like it, it became some weird thing where it's like okay they make both of these things and they're they are the same but they're not the same name and they finally unify that i'm pretty sure um but pinball fx3 fantastic game they also made infinite mini golf i believe was the name that mini golf game and earlier they also made games like castle storm i i believe which was a, a solid little castle defense game but this game Disco Dodgeball Remix is, guess what, it's a dodgeball game. First person, you're a little robot on a wheel, and you can play in a handful of different modes, or online, or also local, co-op, and versus, and it's, it's okay. Like Infinite Mini Golf, and I think this is just something that has happened with most of the games Zen Studios puts out there out there that are outside of the pinball their pinball just mastery because they are they are the masters of pinball um but of course I understand why they would want to venture outside of pinball every now and again uh and like infinite mini golf which I thought was close but didn't quite hit the mark dodgeball disco dodgeball remix is in that same place because there are moments when the game is really really fun but there are a lot of times where it's just a, a bit too frustrating and a large part of that comes down to the mechanics and specifically the mechanic of catching the ball i think the and i'm playing on xbox one i got a code for that i think the consistency of being able to catch the ball is just it's not there i don't 
have any real idea of whether or not I'm going to catch a ball or not. I don't feel any confidence. If a ball is coming at me, then I'm going to catch it. You you catch it by holding, I think, the same trigger you do to throw a ball. So it would be the right trigger. Um, and I never feel confident that I'm actually going to catch a ball. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Oftentimes I don't. And I don't understand why. And when I catch a ball, I don't understand what I did right that time to actually catch it. And that is not good. I should, it, even if I fail most of the time, even if it's very difficult to actually catch a ball, which I could understand if that was the case, or if, I mean, it is the case in, in my experience, I still want to have some kind of clear indicator as to why I screwed up or what went wrong. And when I catch a ball, I want to know why I caught it. I want to have some kind of indication of what I'm doing wrong or what I'm doing right. Something some kind of feedback but I get none of that and that you know throw away everything else if even if everything else was fantastic that that part of the game remaining that way just kills a lot of the experience for me uh, the throwing of the balls is fine um, I don't know why I just laughed at balls I'm not a child um, and it, you'll you'll miss a lot but They'll miss a lot too, your opponents, which is fine. That happens in dodgeball if you're good at dodgeball. Um, visually, it's all right. It has a very trony look to it. Um, and then there are a lot of various game modes. You can do a regular arcade mode, which is just sort of you you play in one arena. Then you get a wave of I think I think around three waves each area. Then you'll move on to the next one, and in between those arenas you'll get to spend money you earn in the game on various upgrades like homing dodgeballs which are super super powerful and as soon as that upgrade is available buy it i think it costs 250 dollars which is a hefty amount of money early on in the game in the arcade mode but when you have the money buy it because that is super it makes the game way way easier and then there are things that make you jump higher uh, things that make you boost faster uh stuff like that you can uh, purchase extra lives etc and then there will be occasional boss ones that take multiple hits um and have super things and there are various types of bot uh abilities i guess uh that ones will have like some will just be able to they'll be like pogo sticks pogo stick bots and they can just jump really high all the time they're ones that are super super fast um and that feels all right and when you're you're playing through you're earning levels and earning parts that i i'm still not sure what those are for and as you earn these rp points or something your rank goes up and that unlocks different things and then there's in addition to that a challenge mode which has eight or so different modes ranging from getting bonus points from ricochet shots bonus points from long distance shots uh, where you are invincible for two minutes and you're just trying to get as many kills as you want which I found to be no fun I found I just felt like a bully then I'm like oh I can just walk up to your face you'll throw a ball at me it's gonna do nothing and then I'm gonna smash you in the face with my ball <laughs> with my balls I'm gonna smash you in the face with my balls um, and like an elimination type thing uh there's some other stuff too but those are just okay and those are really just if you want to 
dick around in the game because you're not going to learn uh, earn any of those RP points in the challenge mode. You only earn those in the arcade mode and online. You'll still earn XP and your level will increase and you get those parts that are for something that I'm still unaware of. But that's really just if you want to mess around with certain things and, and you want to specify what kind of game you're playing. Um, you can also play offline with bots. And then when you play online, which I played a little bit of, what's nice is because I don't know how many people are playing this. Don't know what the community is like at all. But I got into a match fairly quickly because I was playing with one other person and then both of our teams, was uh, the, the other three spots were made up of bots. That it could be frustrating because bots don't play by the same rules as human players and it's not there's not as much room for crazy things really happening. But the fact that you don't need to get a, a full squad. I mean, if we had to find, if I had to find seven other players, it'd be a pain in the ass and I probably would never have gotten an online match. So I like that that's an option and I'm sure you can adjust it and turn it off if you want. But, um, and I, I ended up being the host, which was surprising. I'm like, oh, I'm the host. All right. And we played three or so matches. We did an elimination thing where uh, we all have one respawn. Well, we have no respawns. So we have our one life, and when everyone dies, one team wins. Best of five. We did a capture the, not flag, it was like a box. So capture the box. And we won that. Um, I was really good at that. I was really good at getting that box and uh, avoiding the balls. I'm really good at getting boxes and avoiding balls. Oh, God, this game. Oh. Or is it just me? Uh, and then I think we just had a regular team death match. And that was that was fun. Despite most of the players being AI, it was more fun playing against another person than in the arcade mode or the challenge mode or against bots. So I think the game has the ability to be pretty fun. But ultimately, there are just parts of it that make it a more frustrating experience and i think what makes playing it online especially if we were playing against all human players that would make it more enjoyable is that i know we're all dealing with the same core uh, the same gameplay problems in, in terms of the controls though of course others may find the, the catching perfectly fine and really great i'm i'm not in that camp though but um yeah uh it's disco dodgeball remix and it is available on xbox one and pc no it's not on pc oh i can't remember if there are other games like the infinite mini golf but it's on uh playstation xbox and the switch so if you want to check it out uh, you know it's it's not it's not a terrible game and there's fun to be had and i think especially on the switch um there's there's room for it being a, a, a nice portable experience that you take around and hey let's just play some dodgeball and throw balls in our face so yeah that is gonna be it for this episode once again i'm your host marcus nez y'all can find me on twitter instagram xbox live my anime list steam Twitch, and all the usual places at PX Sausage on PSN. I am the Kush3. Come on, E3. Let me change that name. 
The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast and the Pixelated Paranormal podcast, which are both available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. And you can also find the art I do by going over to pxsart.com. And if you'd like to support the site in general and everything we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and chip in a buck or two that away. And if you'd like to watch videos that I make, including the video version of this podcast, go over to youtube.com slash sausage and watch to your heart's content. God of War playthrough is up to part 11. And if you're wondering, there are going to be 15 parts. So we're getting close to the end. And there are, there's, I mean, it's a playthrough, so spoilers all over the place. Even some of the thumbnails. Because you know what? It's been a month. After a month, too bad. Spoilers for everyone. If I was spoiled, I wouldn't care. Because I didn't, I didn't play it within a month. Uh, but yeah, that'll do it.